Welcome to Future Creators. I'm Robert Brothing. And I'm Francis McInerney. Future Creators, that's future-creators.com, is a self-directed, self-paced program for C-level executives who want to scale their companies profitably in our Zettabyte era. Francis is Managing Director of Future Creators, and today we're going to talk about the information surface and the Hubble effect. Welcome, Francis. Hey, thanks, Robert. The conventional wisdom tells us that customer information is always there for the grabbing. What insights do you have to share today about future creators as it relates to that? Well, this is interesting. One of the problems I find that CEOs have is that they are convinced that, oh, if you, uh, you know, tweak the sales force or something like that, you'll get more customer information. Or if you add some kind of new CRM system, you'll get more customer information. At Future Creators, we have learned that that is not even slightly the case. And in fact, customer information depends on a set of very complex dynamics based on the cloud. We have a lot of seminars on our website, future-creators.com, on how the cloud works, how the cloud mechanics operate. But what you get are two fundamental forces that dominate how everything works. One, the cloud inflates. Uh, the cloud is simply uh, universal access to unlimited computing at marginal cost. Now, a marginal cost computing engine is something we have never seen in history. It, it's an extraordinarily powerful tool, and it unleashes economics that we have never seen before. And first thing that struck us when we thought about unlimited computing was that there's something called the Moore curve. And then we said, well, there's more than just the Moore curve. There's the memory density curve. So what you have are devices that are getting increasingly powerful at an exponential rate. Then we notice there is the number of devices. And we hear a lot of people talk about uh, the Internet of Things today. But really, those are just app enablement devices, anything out there that will enable an app. And then that's growing also exponentially. And then, of course, there's a third element to all this, which are the apps themselves. And they are loading up faster than you can say hello in industry after industry. So we put this together, and we realize that what we really have is a surface. We have a space where the devices, the apps, uh, are all coming together. And they are creating a monetizable space which we call the information surface. Now, uh, there is a third element to the information surface, and that is the systems that connect apps to app enablement devices. And that can be anything from uh, Bluetooth to fiber. But whatever it is has to be able to tolerate the bandwidth unleashed by the devices and the increase in device power, which means that you have an information surface on which a company operates, that inflates at enormous rates. And what we also realized very early on at Future Creators is that it is the intersections of these dimensions in the cloud, which is where all the money is made, which is what Apple did. Apple simply identified the intersections first, identified the most profitable ones as quickly as possible, put itself there, and rode off into the sunset. Now. This means that what you have is a profound difference between the information surfaces of a company like Apple 
and the information surfaces of its competitors. Apple's information surface is simply bigger. And this is where Hubble's law kicks in. This is so different from this conventional wisdom about getting information from customers because Edwin Hubble, the great astronomer, said that the further a star or galaxy is from us, the faster it is moving away from us. Well, no. If your information surface is way smaller than your market, the problem you have is that you have a distance between yourself on the information surface and your market, which means your market is moving away from you ever faster. So if you get caught by the Hubble effect, no matter what you think you can do to tweak your sales force or you know, change your comp plan to help get more information from customers, uh, it's not going to happen. The Hubble effect says that it's all about the information surface, which is the core scale driver. And what it says is that if you let your information surface fall behind, the Hubble effect will take huge amounts of money out of your company. It literally drains cash. It drains your, your space. So uh, we tell CEOs, look, the Hubble effect is one of the most devastating side effects of information surface mismanagement. You may think that you're having all kinds of customer information problems. You're not. You're a victim of the Hubble effect because your company simply isn't designed to have an information surface big enough to absorb the customer information available to you in the market and then to monetize that information in some meaningful way. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the after effects if your information surface is smaller than your market. Uh, you know, in some cases, your company may just go away completely. Uh, what happened to Japan? Uh, because they seem to be uh, victims of, of, of being farther away from their customers. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, I am the only foreigner to ever have advised Japanese CEOs, and I've done it for 30 years. So I know Japan pretty well. And the Japanese made this simply staggering mistake of thinking that your customers like you because of your products. So if you make more products, they love making, say, a TV and then making 50 versions of it. The more you make, the happier they assume your customer will be. And if you put all these products on offer in front of your customers, at some point they will choose one and you'll scale up and make lots of sales on that one customer, on that one product, I should say. Well, that's not the case. The case is that you have to have an information surface. You have to have all the cloud intercepts uh, properly managed. You have to have an information surface large enough to cover your market, and only then are you in a position to know anything. Well, I've seen companies in Japan that are organized and designed around their products. Uh, they have no information surfaces at all. In fact, a lot of them have no ERP to speak of. And what is there is just kind of flotsam and jetsam, bits and pieces here and there. And uh, all badly managed. And the result is that all of those great Japanese brand names of 30 years ago, like Panasonic, Sony, Toshiba, Hitachi, Fujitsu, all gone, wiped out. Um, most of them have been forced into monster retreats way back into markets that are as far removed from 
their old markets as it's possible to imagine. And uh, what you also have at the same time is one of the greatest wealth wipeouts in history. Um, the Nikkei today trades at about 50% of where it was in 1989. Imagine the Dow today trading at 50% of where it was 30 years ago. Uh, I mean, that I, I can't imagine. I don't think any American could imagine that. But that's what's happened in Japan, all because of the Hubble effect. On the other side of the Hubble effect, uh, what has Apple gotten faster uh, than really anybody when it comes to the information surface? Apple is a remarkably simple company. It's, I think, the simplest company I've ever looked at. And, you know, I think it's worth every CEO out there, every CEO participating in Future Creators, to walk into an Apple store and buy something. Now, you know when you walk into an Apple store and the person who's helping you out will pull out an iPhone. And the iPhone has a little swipe bar device on it and the person helping you will swipe your credit card and then say would you like your receipt printed here or sent to your email and you think that's what you're being asked that is not what is happening at all what happens as soon as that credit card is swiped the entire supply chain globally every piece of the Apple supply chain lights up and starts that second, that instant, producing the replacement product directed straight to that store. So you're being asked about a receipt. Apple is managing a supply chain that achieves an astonishing four to six days of sales and inventory worldwide and has never been higher than that since the late 1990s when Apple's sales were only $7 billion. So what you see is scalability on a staggering uh, level, all because the information surface is being properly managed. And again, every time you touch an app on your iPhone, Apple servers are lighting up. So Apple is seeing, because of the intersection between the app and the app enablement device and the network connecting them, it is seeing every monetizable opportunity in real time, quantifying those and turning them into product. That's something that Panasonic couldn't do. In fact, uh, I have to tell you, Panasonic would not do it. They refused. So uh, the losses were stupefying. And every CEO needs to understand this. You can't even run a shale well if you don't understand this. Some key lessons today, you know, uh, really... All revenue opportunities sit on the information surfaces, and, and this creates inflation at the zettabyte scale. Uh, you got to create cloud monetization opportunities, and you really got to make sure you have all your ducks in a row when it comes to your cloud services, your ERP, your internal functions, and your security. Uh, what are some resources at futurecreators.com that people can turn to, uh, whether it's your foundation series or some case studies they can look at that will give them more information that can help them. We have a complete series on the cloud membranes. Those are the structural elements of the cloud that create the surface. We have complete series on information surfaces, connecting them to everything from M&A to strategic HR and on and on R&D. We also have key, um, key 
seminars on cloud inflation. And better still, we have case studies. We have case studies on winners like Walmart and Apple, but we also have case studies on losers like Sears and Sharp. So you as a CEO can see what went right, you can see what went wrong, and you can absorb these lessons quickly and easily and see the deep structural elements that drive success, that drive scale, and better still, that will allow you to pull down more operating free cash flow than your competitors. Francis has been future creating since 1976. Be sure to check out future-creators.com and also listen in to our podcasts. We have several episodes up talking about a variety of topics. Thanks, Francis, for your time today. Thanks, Robert. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.